Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a couple of less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all the parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate and supportive environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called Sorry to Bother You. This post was created back in June of 2021. Recently, I was pushing Zach and his industrial carries up to 140 pounds stroller through one of the wholesale stores to entertain him for a bit. This was the first time since COVID hit that we'd returned to his favorite haunt um, to shop. And mostly he just wants to look around at the other patrons and he's not so concerned with buying anything specific. Although he's insistent on buying candy, it's only so he can enjoy unwrapping all the pieces and putting the chocolate balls in a bowl. I think I posted on that uh, later on last summer in 2021. Good to know some things never change. So as we navigated uh, the store, I was stopped by another shopper who had an anxious little boy in the front of her cart. Sorry to bother you, she said, but may I ask where you bought that stroller? It took only a split second for me to realize her son was being someone entertained by a tablet with an indestructible cover, one to rival the case protecting the tablet, occupying Zach's hands at the same time. And he was a little too big to spend many more trips in the front section of this woman's cart, which had been designed for toddlers. My mind took an immediate trip backwards to when Zach was too big for a shopping cart or a standard stroller, but couldn't walk more than a few steps consecutively. This was also before we'd gotten him measured for a customized wheelchair, which is way too expensive to pay for without some type of insurance, and also not ideal for him when we're simply out in the community, quote unquote, buying candy. I remembered going to many stores in person and online. Internet shopping maybe wasn't quite a thing yet, but I was trying to find a means to move Zachary around. Either the seats were too narrow for his hips or the frames were not strong enough to provide the support he needed. We tried renting wheelchairs, even appreciated the one gifted to us by a dear friend whose loved one had passed away and no longer needed it. There was also the challenge of lugging around whatever chair or stroller would be strong enough to carry a 50 or 60 pounder. Moving something that heavy in and out of my car trunk, up and down the stairs of my town home, and up and down the landing inside all contributed to my chronic back pain and injuries. 
All of these visceral memories literally pass through me in less than three seconds. Experiences most parents never face. Not fitting anywhere and needing things that don't exist just to get through the activities of daily living. I smiled under my mask in response to the woman's question when she said, may I ask where you bought that stroller? My response was, no bother at all. I can tell you everything you need to know about this stroller. I went on to share that we have two, and one of them was about 12 years old. That was the one we were in that day. It was still so sturdy, and they're not as expensive as they once were, almost $1,000 for a new one back in the day. As she took a picture of the manufacturer, McLaren, for curious minds, if you're looking for one of these, it's M, like Mary, C, C-L-A-R-E-N, McLaren is the company. I glanced at her special boy, and I tried to engage him as our eyes made fleeting contact. The entire interaction may have lasted a minute, maybe two, but in that time, I was so grateful to be able to help. I wished that family well and was reminded of the many seemingly random bits of information stored in my brain that were earned through the struggles of raising my own special boy. I got that lovely, warm brain chemical, brain chemical hit of oxytocin, the one that makes us feel that we belong. Next time you want to ask a stranger a question but feel silly or self-conscious, don't. You might just be doing them as big of a favor by letting them share what they know as you think they're doing for you by letting you bother them for just a minute. Asking good questions is a great way to find things out. In addition, we just have these opportunities for micro moments of connection, which may even be more powerful than sharing information. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. And yeah, I remember this happening last year and it was really neat. Um, I was so happy to be able to um, offer something of hope, some symbol, whether I guess it was the stroller to this particular woman, but it's a little bit of a club that we're in when we have special needs kids that, you know, we didn't necessarily sign up for, but there are definitely some tricks uh, of the trade and 22, almost now 23 years into it. Um, I actually have learned some of what those are, but, you know, it does take um, a real hunger for knowledge to figure out how to meet these different needs. You know, something so simple as you would think of a stroller would be, it, it was um, once Zachary grew past a toddler's weight. Um, this was an ongoing challenge for us to figure out just how to move him around, how to move him around the airport, how to move or move him around, you know, from place to place. And this, of course, all came about after we found out how much pain he was in. And that's why he wasn't walking anywhere or he was acting out when he was asked to walk. So the point is um, we're not bothering each other when we're asking for information And in fact, we get this little extra, I called it a micro moment of connection, which is just as valuable, if not more, sometimes than the information that we can get just from asking a question. So we're not bothering each other. And I, that particular day, I just, I was so grateful to be able to help. Um, I could see how she was, this particular mom was challenged and I could certainly see myself in her. I could certainly see Zach and her little boy 
and vice versa. And, um, you know, we're, we're wired, we're hardwired for, um, assisting and being part of the village and working together. So next time you have a question, um, someone's got some cool kicks or maybe some new glasses that you want to know where they got them from, or maybe a special feeding tube that you've never seen before. Um, we're all part of this club of trying to meet the needs of our special children that we're raising. And, um, even if you're raising healthy children or raising no children at all and just in search of a good life for yourself, I guarantee, and actually science supports this idea that we get this sl- slight splash of oxytocin, which is one of the feel-good brain chemicals that um, is released during childbirth. And it also it's the substance that's released in our brains when we feel connected with one another. So it's it's pretty... Um, heavy duty stuff. It's also free and um, easy to come by if we just try to connect with one another. So I appreciate you checking out this episode of The Healing Path. Of course, please visit lisamcfarland.com. Again, this post was shared last June. It's called Sorry to Bother You, kind of on the short side, but you get the point. Um, And yeah, if you have any experiences with micro connections or just want to share a story of a time that you were able to help and you know, how that impacted your own mood and your own kind of mental space. I love hearing from you guys. So please share your feedback online. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And of course, stay curious and stay connected. Ask, ask, ask away. Thanks and have a great day.